compassion, compassion for our inner child, compassion for the part of us that maybe did something that we might be quote unquote ashamed of or whatever. We're human and we've, we've done things, said things, and we're going to do things again. Hello, hello, and welcome to House of Low. I'm Low, and I am on a mission to create safe spaces to help every single woman on this earth feel her power, live from her truth, find her magic, and discover a love for herself so deeply that it opens her up to love others, step into her purpose, and live life abundantly. I'm so excited you have found your way here. Thank you for joining me. Here we go. Get ready to transcend. (laughs) That's the word today. I was just telling Christina, I was like, we're going to talk about transcendence because I'm over this word transformation. To me, that's step one. But I am so, so honored to have Christina Woods, who is the founder and CEO of Wise Woods Hypnotherapy and Coaching on the House of Low podcast this week. She is a powerhouse and is doing God's work in helping people transcend limiting beliefs that often started in childhood and, you know, usually in the environment we grow up in, our surroundings and situations we go through. And as everyone knows here, like we talk a lot about abundance consciousness and expanding and spiritual ascension and Step one of that, which I embarked on four years ago, was really looking at our limiting beliefs. So Mm -hmm. welcome, welcome, Christina. Thank you so much for making the time today, love. Oh, Lo, thank you. I love that. Everything you said and your energy and your vibe. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, thank you so much. I love your vibe too. Please give everyone a little bit of background on you, you know, how you started, anything you feel called to share about what led you to creating your company and what your mission is. Yeah. So I feel compelled to share. I didn't always do this. This is my second career. And when 50 was knocking on my door after about a 30-year career in the higher education space, trying to be super mom and corporate career woman, high heels, I got it going on. I can do everything. And playing on the side with self-development and really too afraid to dive deep something hit me. I went through a divorce after 25 years. My kids were starting to fly the coop. It was me and the dog. And I had to kind of like, oh my God, what is going on? I got to look inside. And you you start to see these patterns. And I started to see these patterns and I knew, all right, this can't go on. I, I just don't want this career. I don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't want to think these things about myself anymore. I don't want to feel like I'm a bad person. I don't think I'm a bad person. Why do I always feel this way? So this career that I have now emerged from a very long journey and everything I learned in that, you know, corporate career and that pain and that journey took me here about four years ago. I, I made the decision and had to really find a lot of courage to leave a career making great money, benefits, all that stuff. Found myself, you know, single with a mortgage and college tuition bills to pay for my kids and grown-up stuff you have to take care of, but on a spiritual journey and ascension that I just knew inside that I wasn't meant to to do that anymore. I was meant to share, share the journey and 
help others know and connect. And so I found hypnotherapy and I, I found that it was very pure and a really easy way to find these beliefs. And we all have these beliefs. And it just kind of hit me one day, like, are you kidding me? These are just beliefs. These aren't true. And I can pluck them out and transform and transcend to another layer and peel away this stuff and become who I'm meant to be. And from there, I've just evolved and energy healing and all of that is just definitely my jam and who I am and just keep flowering and growing and, you know, take 30 steps backward every day, but then you go hopefully 40 steps forward. (laughs) I always say our mission is intertwined with the hard lessons we have to learn first. Like Mm -hmm. leaders go first. There's nobody pulling you up the mountain except God, but Exactly. Often in the in the tower moments, we feel the farthest from God. And that's the real essence of transcending is actually like being able to rise above as our higher self with God and look at the lessons that are available for us. Because one of the things we talk a lot about here is that this whole paradigm of relationship, marriage, kids, the like the milestones, mm-hmm. the out, it is completely crumbling. And what you went through. I'm sure you have much to say about what you learned in that, but what you went through to me is, is an example of that, like how we all feel the pressure to like jump into things and to, to kind of fit into the paradigm, our culture said, I don't mean, I don't mean that we jump into like things with merit. Um, Some people do, but it's more like we feel this pressure to speed up our life, especially as women with biological clock. I mean, we all feel that because as a woman without certain things in life were looked down upon. Like there's something wrong with us many times, you know, and this isn't like, I'm somebody who deeply desires my partner, my children, my family. I'm going to create a different kind of family. It's not going to go the way society says, Mm -hmm. and definitely has not gone in the linear fashion. Society told me it should, which made me feel like shit about myself for years. Like what's wrong with me? Yes. Really. When you look at things at a soul level, We're all here to learn different lessons. We live in seasons and cycles. Life is cyclical, you know? And for me, though, one of the things that strikes me about your work that you do is we do play a role in what we attract into our lives. I say this a lot. Like, it's actually really hard to face that on my own spiritual spiritual path. I had to, I mean, the divine has forced me to look at it in such a loving way. But like, it's easy to blame the external, right? And then it sort of gets muddied because it's not mm-hmm. about further blaming ourselves and hating ourselves to your point. It's more about what is the vibration I'm putting out? Because I might desire something, but if I don't feel worthy of it, sure. and I say this to everyone, it's like worthiness is the key to life. If you don't feel worthy of fill in the blank, you will not have it. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it's so funny is that ascension just keeps happening. And that's ascension. <laughs> it just keeps happening. Yeah, exactly. And, that's you know, that's why it's ascension. And, and I get so many clients and I myself have said, I already did this. I already worked yeah, on this. Why is it that. showing up again? Oh yeah. I've even had clients say, Nope, not talking about that one already dealt with it. I only want to talk about this one. Okay. That layer perhaps, but you've ascended and now you're ready to face another layer. And what is that layer going to bring you? What's that gift? But yeah, absolutely. I mean, just this very week, 
I faced the money wound again. And, you know, the little voice in my head said, no, 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 I already dealt with that. But, you know, as I was journaling and having some compassion for that inner child who grew up, you know, feeling like, oh, money was going to keep me safe. I saw what happened Mm -hmm. in my own family. So I made a decision. I'll go have money. Is that what I need to feel safe and loved? Oh, okay. I'll go get that. And now here I am again in a ascending stock market, all this economy freaking me out like humans and going, oh, I just handed my cup of approval and safety on right on over to the money energy. And why did I do that? Because I, you know, was triggered and okay, money, I'm going to take that right back. You know, thanks for holding it for a minute and teaching me that lesson, but you don't give me permission to feel safe. God is how I feel safe. And, you know, here we go again. (laughs) So, yeah, I know it's a commitment to be down for ascension in life. Like clearly our souls chose that path. And, Mm -hmm. And what it means is to basically as best you can in a human body with emotions and physical needs, merge with your higher soul self, merge with the soul fully where you're viewing the world, living through your soul and making decisions from intuition. Mm -hmm. Soul doesn't care about the economy. If you're working in higher realms with your guides, I mean, let's get into it. Right. The recession, it don't matter. That's 3D bullshit. And honestly, I don't know how to really teach this and explain this to people because there's people that are like, you're out of touch with reality. And I'm like, actually, I'm the most in touch with what's happening. And that's why I'm able to transcend it because I'm done with how we are sort of brainwashed to think that we have no control. It's like, there's a lot of things we're not in control of. I mean, there's people that do so well during these quote unquote recessions. How do you explain that? Yeah. It's so funny. I was just having a talk with someone the other day about you know, politics and it was going very 3D. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, yeah. and I felt in my heart, I said, these are just such cool gifts because mm-hmm. they're teaching us how to tap into yeah. this higher self that money's just energy. Yeah. This is all just energy. And unless we learn this lesson, unless we learn all these lessons and and learn that eventually there's not going to be a dollar bill to exchange. It's going to be a different kind right. of energy. Yes. And until we learn that lesson, that relationship with it, it's just going to keep coming up in our face. So yeah. this is a beautiful gift right now. And they were like, yeah, but what? <laughs> so, but I'm ready to have these 5D conversations and really level up and and tune into what does God want me to start saying to people? And and it's okay to ask for archangels to help and guides and bring them on into my sessions. That's right. And I'm doing it and people are loving it. And the CEO and the lawyer and the doctor yeah. who first you know came to me and said, what? And I'm like, yeah. we're doing this. We're doing this. <laughs> and they're going with it. <laughs> yeah. And then they're completely transformed after. My, this is my thing. People really don't understand that we are souls incarnated in a human body. Yeah. I can't believe we debate that. It makes me so sad. It really does. And whatever you believe, I truly honor you because I am a soul in a human body, which means I can love people unconditionally. And the world is waking up. We don't have to convince anybody. They're going to be forced to wake up through their own tower moments in their life, which often come from these limiting beliefs that they they don't realize until you realize it that have been actually the front seat driver of your whole life. The partner you chose, the career you chose, the way you treat your body and your health, the way you let people in that maybe suck your energy. I've lived it. And so yeah. you know, 
for me, I love that we just got in a flow state. Nothing I love more. <laughs> um, today's tea is on transcending. Right to okay. archangels, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Raphael, we love you. I, lately, I've been getting a lot. Archangel Raphael has been following me around. I was in a restaurant recently and I swear I saw Archangel, like I saw the word Raphael, the name on four different signs on the way to this restaurant. A guy was in there with Raphael on his shirt and I was like, okay. Okay. I see. Archangel Raphael comes around when there's actually very much around communication, which I'm stepping into like using my voice more. And that's a big nerve. That's nervous. It makes me nervous because- There's going to be people that come at me and I'm a sensitive soul and I'm sensitive about my shit. Yes. Fine. fine. So today's tea, a lot of what Christina and I aligned on discussing today is how to transcend a lot of these underlying limiting beliefs around love and money and specifically the connection between love and money. Because as one works through limiting beliefs around money or love, you'll notice the floodgates open for both of those areas in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's just powerful to think about hypnotherapy as this beautiful gift, the divine downloaded into planet Earth through people over different, you know, time frames that allow us to access the subconscious mind, which when we're consciously awake, we don't know. We don't, you know, but it's there. It's running in the background. And then, of course, when we dream, we know a lot of our dreams are a reflection of what our subconscious believes. Yes. Sometimes it's oracles and sometimes it's like lately, like I have these dreams lately and I can tell it's a perfect symbolism of something I fear that I'm afraid to even admit. And a lot of it I'm aware of. I'm like, oh, yeah. And it's like these weird characters and people that don't seem to relate, but they're just a it's interesting, you know. So when I when I've done hypnotherapy sessions, I'm blown away, to be honest with you. I've done a couple. So powerful. I can't wait to do one with you. So let's just like get it. Yeah, yeah. I would really love to hear, first of all, you describe what hypnotherapy is for people that might not know. And then also like your approach to it, how you see it now and expanding in our culture moving forward as a real like healing modality. Mm -hmm. A simple definition is that I take you or we take you in hypnotherapy to an alpha or theta brainwave state, which is just a very relaxed meditative state. And what we're doing is just quieting our conscious mind, the little chitty chattiness, the I have to do the groceries and, you know, clean up the dog poop, that stuff, and allowing our subconscious mind to take the front seat, which is the window and this sounds so darn corny, but window to really our soul. I mean, our subconscious mind is our connection to our body and it's our autopilot. It's how do you know how to breathe and blink and put the spoon up without thinking and drive with talking to your mom on the phone or, you know, and did I even stop at that stoplight? I don't remember. It's all autopilot, but our feelings and our emotions become autopilot too and, and subconscious. And the subconscious is not just about the beliefs that we create and get planted in this life, but generations of lives and ancestors and not even our lives. It could be other people's lives, ancestors' lives, not even our lives. I can't tell you how many times I've gone back in sessions to past lives. It's not even the client's life. Yep. It's somebody, it's it's somebody in their lineage's life. It's like energy stuck or, or was passed down because the previous person were birthed through our mothers and they hold, right? Yes, so it, yes, it yes, yes, yes. Transferred yes. to us energetically. I mean, when you start going into the energetics of things, your life will change forever. And we feel it. We just it's can't. Undeniable. We yeah. Feel it, you know? Yeah. 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 
So in hypnosis, I think the scary thing or the myth is that you lose control. You're going to say something you don't want to say. None of that is true. I'm not, my kids, when I first told them I was going to do this, my youngest son goes, oh my gosh, mom, you're like the guy at the fair. You're going to make somebody act like a chicken or something, but no, (laughs) I guess there are those people, but I consider this a gateway, a spiritual avenue to say, God, creator, source, whoever you connect with, let's open up the door and see what's going on that's holding us back. And I wasn't even trained that way. I was trained that this is not spiritual, it's scientific. And I felt like I was the only one in the classroom going, is anyone understanding this is really our intuition? This is really our soul. This is really all about our energetic being and the energy we've collected and our the collective energy because it's so clear and so obvious. So when I work with clients, that's what we do is we find out what do you see in your life? What's going on that you want to get curious about that is just blocking you? And we simply just go in and ask. And that's the process is what's holding you back? What's going on? And your mind goes back to moments and energetic moments in time where you created beliefs and little seeds were planted. And like you said, in a dream, we get curious, like, Is it a symbol? Is it a message? What is it? And you start to sew together this little story and we say, wow, look at this belief. Look at this energy. It wasn't even yours or you were five or you were in another life and it made a lot of sense. Then you needed that. You needed that belief. Then it made sense then. And it it doesn't make sense. Now we can let that go. We can release it. And what I, I think has become my favorite it just feels so good is watching people heal, but watching their family and other people heal with them, the releasing like their children and feeling their, their children. It's just been, it's been pretty awesome. Even just saying my daughter comes and talks to me now. We don't have a barrier between us. I didn't even say anything. Yeah. Cause you healed this, you released it. Yeah. I mean, This is the deep, deep work. And one of the things that's coming up for me right now to open up with you around is like, first of all, I would like our culture to get to a place where this is not the last resort, that energy healing and working with us, you know, an intuitive hypnotherapy, that these things are not the last resort because you and I both know once people have gone through all the 3D resources, doctors, priests, whatever we want to say. True. All of a sudden now it's like, uh oh, now I, well, the divine, we know it's like the higher, our higher self and God are pushing us to go within, to stop giving our power to these external authority figures that are no different than you and me. They just are. Absolutely. And honestly, they're projecting their own fears and limiting beliefs onto us because whoever you work with, you have no idea how healed or unhealed they are. And what is their vibration? You're right. Yes. And even therapists, I would caution everyone to be really thoughtful about therapy because therapy is wonderful for some people, but it's also extremely science-based and it's very like, we'll put her in this box, we'll put him in that box and boom, boom, boom. And it's a lot about looking at the past. I think a lot of people are like, I'm having trouble right now. Someone on my podcast recently talked about that. It's like therapy looks at the past. How are you going to help me activate my future and my Mm -hmm. present? How are you helping me be in the now? What would it look like for our culture to say, first, when you're having a challenging time in life or coming up against one of those like tower moments, if you will, to go within first and to like open up to quote unquote healers. It's like, I would like our culture to uplift healers. 
real healers, right? Instead, they're taboo, they're weird. But then again, we're pushed to eventually go to those people when we literally have no nowhere else to go. And we can't do it alone, yeah. you know? So I would love for you to talk about like how you see people trusting hypnotherapy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because to me, to even go and have a session with you, it takes tremendous courage for someone to even say, am I willing to look at this stuff? Absolutely. Absolutely. I have to say, you even having this show is part of that ascension. Having a voice, opening it up, talking about it, having the courage to even say, I'm a healer. Do you know how hard it is to say I'm a healer? My journey was not easy. My throat is still tight around that. I mean, let's be real. That's let's be real. I mean, there's a lot of wounds around that. What I have found is it's the only thing that feels right. And the more people are talking about it, I have been on podcasts with doctors, neurologists, nutritionists, but science-based doctors who in their practice are saying and seeing results of people who have done hypnotherapy or subconscious work who are having results on medical physical issues. And they're saying, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was just on a podcast with a, a, a pediatric neurologist and now she's trained in hypnotherapy and her entire staff is getting trained. Obviously she's super open-minded, but she's an MD. She's on there now blasting this out there. And Unfortunately, I think it is going to take people with those quote unquote 3D credentials with yeah. that people give the credibility, but there's more and more. And that's courage. That's a lot of courage. And all of us just standing in our own truth. And, you know, me to stand in my truth with my girlfriends who are the nurse and then this person and that person. And I know they're looking at me like, oh, now you're doing the woo woo thing. You left corporate. Now you're doing the woo woo midlife crisis job. No, actually, you know what? Today I had someone who had irritable bowel syndrome for 40 years and now she doesn't have it anymore. Let's talk about that. that. Why doesn't she have it anymore? Because she had a childhood wound that she wasn't good enough and she held her energy here. And now between Reiki and self-beliefs, we've gotten rid of it. Now she's 65 and she doesn't have it anymore. And she had it since she was 12. Okay. And she went to every doctor in the world and I have stories after stories of medical issues. And, you know, I never claim to cure anyone. I'm not a doctor, but, and have I seen people who haven't been cured or helped and finished? They're not finished with their journey. They're not ready. And and we're still in that process. And, you know, do I have to understand I'm only a piece of their journey? You know, maybe the next person they talk to is going to break them open. And I was just part of their journey. You said it because the divine truly is in everything. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that again. God, spirit, source, the divine universe is in every single thing. In a way, I've already seen how God is speaking through you to me about certain signs in my life. I can feel spirit is talking to me through you. When you start living this way, everyone listening, your life will change forever and you will never give your power away to anyone outside of you again. You make peace with who you are and your unique life. Because to be honest with you, when certain things are unhealed, there's meeting it halfway to want to heal it. And then there's the lesson is not complete yet. Yes. I'm a big believer that 
we are souls that incarnate again and again in these bodies in different lifetimes. And each lifetime has a lot of different lessons. And mm-hmm. sometimes the lesson isn't done yet. Like right now I'm in this season where a lot, a big karmic cycle just completed for me, big one. And I'm stepping into this new beginning that is blowing my mind. It's so beautiful. I was in years, Incredible. years of pain and darkness. Nobody ever saw that because nobody sees it. Right. I, right. Culture doesn't talk about that. Our culture celebrates when people, you know, when companies go public or someone has a talk Get a promotion or yeah, you don't see what led to that, you know, and one day I will speak more openly about what I've been through because I have no shame around it. And I know mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. need to, these things have to come out of the closet that we are struggling with. Cause like even post COVID, a lot of people, there's all this, this studies, right, about anxiety levels are through the roof, the loneliness epidemic. It's leading people down a dark path. Where, Why do we all think that's happening? Like, mm-hmm. for me, this is no different than previous generations. It's just that our generation, like millennial, Gen Z, we're just more openly talking about it. And our parents are like mortified. Like, why? Right. We never talked about this stuff. And honestly, then they carried that throughout their entire life. (laughs) So for whatever reason, the earth, whoever's alive at this time is being asked to look deeply at like how they're suppressing their own power. Since I was a child, I had this knowing, and this is the soul stuff. My soul is old and new. I have a lot of power within me, but why am I told by all these people that I don't in like Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. media, school? Why am I being forced into like all these rules? I don't like rules. Like what is going on? And then it was a long journey to figuring out my power. That's all God wants us to do is to know that we have a spark of the divine in us. The soul is a fractal of the divine source light that powers the body. I don't know how else. I'm getting chills. Yeah. I mean, it's, and I, I'm going to say it over and over again because I say it on every episode and I feel like people still don't get it. They're living from the flesh only when the flesh and the soul merge that's what alchemy is. That's what ascending is. That's what bliss, ecstasy, nirvana, right? Is like, and I'm sure like when you have sessions with these, like the more logical type of human, that's a little bit more, you know, whatever it is, whoever they are. And there's people that are more logical and grounded. And there's people sure. who are, where I'm a dreamer, like in the sky, like I don't, I need to get more grounded, but right. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I feel like when I have these deep conversations one-on-one with people, they tear up even the most logical because they remember it some level, they are a soul. It's like they reconnect with their bottled up emotions. They reconnect with the fact that they are a vast, powerful human being. Like, is that something you see a lot? Like these big breakthroughs for people almost just coming home to who they really are. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a gift that I've started to own that I have is even to say it is hard, but to connect with people in this 3D world to bridge and to connect with the language and the words and the metaphors and the stories and to help the accountant understand, to help the client I have that owns this big business that is so up in her head to drop down in here because she's this quantum queen, amazing energetic being who's just so ready to fly and just, she's just remembering how to drop into her heart. And so it's just adjusting and tweaking and dialing. And, you know, what is that language that I can help? And really, I don't need to figure it out. I just need to tap into source and ask, 
I don't know the answers help. I trust that divine will guide me to use the right words. When I just like stop giving up and stop thinking I'm going to go find it in one of these darn hypnosis books, that's (laughs) when it starts getting really awesome. You know, I used to highlight and okay, (laughs) I got to prep for two hours and all that. But now, no, I need to really tap into my knowingness, my knowingness that I will remember that we all have a a language and a vibration and wherever they are is exactly where they need to be. And just, you know, it will resonate with where they need to be. And it's just so magical when they start, when clients start to connect the dots and feel that they are, their cups are filled up and they're starting to take their cups back from the job and the money or the person or the relationship or their kids, you know, it's like your cups are already filled your jars of approval and enoughness and control and safety. You're born with these puppies already filled up. And how awesome is that? When you know that you're like, Oh, seriously, I don't have to go out and do anything. You can really start believing in yourself and, start shedding some of those beliefs and step into action and like, well, what if, then you can start with the, what ifs, what if I just actually put that post out there? What if I actually just quit my job or what I, what if I actually just walked up to that attractive person and actually, you know, made a move or what if I actually wore that skirt and just felt like the goddess that I felt like that I pretty much feel like I am and didn't worry about, you know, muffin top here. What if, what if, what if? <laughs> I mean, here's to more leaps of faith. I talk to people a lot about this because, you know, I'm I'm constantly in conversations about activating abundance consciousness for people and, and helping people do that in their own lives. In order to create a big life and attract in these really big desires we have that mm-hmm. some somewhere deep inside of us, we're kind of afraid of, or we feel unworthy of in order to even do that. You have to take leaps of faith. It's like risk reevaluating our relationship with risk. Because again, this is why being on the ascension path is a gift. Because when you start to live from your soul, you literally become unstoppable. I don't know how else to say it. You mm-hmm. become like almost superhuman. That's mm-hmm. the next chapter I'm entering into right now. I've gone through so much alchemy, so much transmutation, painful situations, things that I've transcended. I'm very proud Mm -hmm. of that. A lot Mm -hmm. of work by myself with God (laughs) and a lot of healers helped me, people like you. I mean, I didn't work with one doctor and I had some health stuff. My higher self used a health thing last year that actually turned out to not be a real health scare to activate next level healing in me. Incredible. One day talk about, yep. It was about heart healing. And so uh, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I've gone through so much of that, right. That now I'm stepping into this chapter, this new beginning, like I'm in this rebirth phase. I don't know if you've, I'm sure you've had these phases in your life. I've never quite had a rebirth. I've been in a lot of like small transformational phases, but Mm -hmm. this feels like the biggest rebirth of my life so far. And I'm 33 Christ year. It's been a hell of a year. Let me tell you for you. Good for you. There's a rebirth happening. I think for maybe I'm feeling the same thing. A lot of people on a cellular level, there's something happening, opening. I feel it for me, especially because 
like one of the things I'd love for you to talk about is when you work with people that have done a lot of this work, like if you were to do a session with me, yeah. we will, I can't wait. Yes. Uh, I love it. I have done <laughs> years of this kind of work. It's not one-on-one for me, mm-hmm. for the people that come to you that have been in this work, they don't need convincing. My biggest issue I will vulnerably talk about is like the body image stuff. I have a lot of beliefs still that I would be lying if I said didn't play a role in my day to day around mm-hmm. my body. It's bigger, mm-hmm. quote unquote. If we're going to call it big, fat, whatever, curvy, thick. I'm tall. I have a low voice. I'm like a deeply feminine being, but not like the calm, small, quiet feminine. I'm like right. the wild, sexual, loud, excited feminine. I don't know how to describe mm-hmm. it. And I feel like a lot of women are being asked to activate more nuances of the feminine versus just like, the nice girl feminine. I feel I feel like we all play in between these different the archetypes. good girl. Ugh. Yeah, the good Don't girl. Don't get me started. I've never, yeah. I've never been the good girl. But you know, for me, it's like the body image stuff is next level for me. And I've done years, Christina, of personal development, spiritual. I'm on the ascension path. Like my DNA is changing. Okay. And I still cannot have not that little voice. And to be honest, like because I'm an empath. And I feel everybody's emotions and my emotions themselves are so challenging. I go to food. Food is comfort mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I can't trust other people to be comfort that much for me. Like I can't trust other people to hold that much space for me. Like there's certain people and then there's a lot of people I don't fully trust to hold space. Sure. So I go to food. And when I was a kid, you know, I've gone through a lot of cycles of, I'm opening up about this. I feel like the divine's like, just say this. Out loud. I love it. I love It'd be it. Great. I'll say it. So, you know, I've gone through cycles of being bigger, smaller, dieting my whole life, you know, cause we're taught when we're mm-hmm. young, like, especially if you're my size, like I was never even like quote unquote, a fat girl. I was just thicker, taller, bigger. Like mm-hmm. I was like pushing four feet, you know, it's like, I was tall. You're tall. Yeah. And God talking about this is so intense, you know, because of that, those early years of just always feeling like I had to be smaller, smaller, fit into a smaller body, small, small, small. It created such a potent diet mentality in me. And it's far beyond just like dieting for weight loss. It's like, it ping pongs right between like using food to cope food is safety because food is pleasure. It's not just for nutrition. I hate our culture talking. Oh, yeah. I no. can't stand it. I hate the like emotional eating, binge eating. It's like all these terms frustrate me because it mm-hmm. makes people feel further. Like there's something wrong with them when everyone uses food to cope. Everyone, it's everyone, everyone. And, and that's kind of the challenge, right? Cause we live in this, there's so much to dig into with that. There's like, we live in a, a surplus of food. If we were in a famine, we wouldn't do that. We'd probably be drinking alcohol or doing something else. But like, because we have this surplus of food, all of us can just have a lot of access to food. And then there's like sure. people that have no food and there's so much hunger in the world. So it's just like, it's crazy the time we live in. But for me specifically, after years of doing work on myself, this body image stuff still is there. Not as strong as it once was, but it is there and it is an ongoing mountain I have to climb. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's because I still see it as a mountain. And I wonder very vulnerably, I will open up and say, I wonder if I will ever like accept and just love the body and the vessel that my soul chose to be in this life. Cause my soul did choose this vessel for this lifetime. There's a reason for it. So anyway, I'd love to hear what you think about that. I'm 
Well, I'm already hearing that you, you will, you will, and you will soon. And the reason is empathically, you are so connected to, I mean, food is energy, energy is food, emotion, where it's it's all connected. And, you know, I think the first thing is to find out we have this, like, we have all these parts of us and I'm the furthest thing from scientific. I mean, like worst grades in science, changed my major in college because it even had like two science classes in psychology and change. So the fa- hypnotherapy, anything the science part of it, I like, I skip that chapter. Other, You know, it's just not why I do this. But the one thing that I understand is that there's these parts of us and they're not all parts of us, but when we can honor and love and have compassion over these parts of us and get really curious about these parts of us, the more they melt away. And so where I always start with someone is, okay, let's kind of have, there's this, this part of you, not all of it. There's this part of us still that has this 1.0 version of low. And there's this part of you that is this 2.0 version, which is this quantum healer ascended, just like, wow, you know, and this 1.0 version, let's tap into what those feelings are. And instead of saying, why the hell am I still feeling these things? And am I ever going to not feel these things? And how could I possibly have ascended this much and still feel this way? And really, so what I think is the most thing is we get more of what we feel. It's just the bottom line. We get more of what we feel. It's the way our brain works, our body works, but it's really, really hard to change how you feel if you don't, if you've never felt it. It's like, you really kind of want to just flip somebody off when you're not happy, when they're telling you, just be happy, just, you know, love your body right now. It's like, you know what? Can I smack you right now? My Italian side is like wanting to go like this, you know, upside the head. The Chicago upside Italian. It's like, my mom, you know, like whack upside the head. But so one of the things I do with clients that I learned from an amazing coach was like, let's find a moment and you can do this instantly is find a moment in the last 24 hours where you felt really, really safe in your body, really loved and safe in your body. It might've been when you were snuggled with your dog on the couch, any moment, but when you cellularly bring yourself back to an energetic vibration, when you loved your body and felt that in your body, when you just bring yourself back to that vibration, stay in that for a second, let it breeze through your body and your cells, and then expand it. That's when you can quantum leap and start to expand, that's when you start to change on a, on a cellular level. So it's identifying the beliefs and, and chipping away, but, and then asking God to help us release them because, you know, when you're not ready to release them, you're not ready, but finding out why, but really finding moments when you do feel enough or you do feel in control because we get stuck and we just get more of what you feel, but we can all think of a moment in the last 24 hours when we felt good enough or loved or gorgeous or something, tap, 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 tap into it and then let it fill you up because then you'll get more of that. And you can do that. I do that before every, every podcast, when I start freaking out going, everybody's going to hate what I want to say. Nope. Tap into something good. And then I'm okay, here I am. I can do this. My wings are fluffed up and I'm ready to go. Wow. That is 
so powerful. I really feel that. I do not do that. I mean, that to me is such a tangible, easy practice. Yeah. Listening to do around any challenge you have. I just spoke vulnerably about what my challenge is. And it's funny, as you were saying that, the first thought I had was yesterday morning when I first woke up, I was in these like really comfy thermal sweatpants because it was so cold. And I was in this I was staying in this beautiful house and it was in the forest and it was cool. And I also was wearing like this really revealing sports bra, if you will. Uh-huh. And it was kind of like the dichotomy between yeah. those. And I felt in my morning, I love, I'm like an early morning person. And I, I did feel so good in my body and just felt like with my coffee and, and, and I, I pray in the morning and yeah, being in nature with myself. And that was, that's the thing too, about how attached we are to our body, right? That's our culture. And I was in this forest by myself in the most casual, not impressive clothes and felt arguably more safe than I would, than I do right now in this silk shirt I'm in. Absolutely. Because I was basically with myself and God. And the real challenge for me is to step into feeling like safer with more of the people in my life that really do love and accept me versus always just only feeling safe if I'm like really by myself, you know, because being by myself has been such a a healing part of my journey, but also it's a way I hide. Like I I have this hiding thing. And Mm -hmm. that's the big lesson my soul chose in this life to be incarnated in a body that cannot hide and to have the tension of hiding. Like you cannot miss me. (laughs) You know, gorgeous woman cannot hide with this great voice. (laughs) But I, you know, I'm really trying to not hide anymore because I see that I'm not built to hide. I don't want to hide, you know, but if I were to, if I'm having like a rough moment where I'm tearing up about how shitty I feel about my body and I go back to that moment, I did this instantly just now and I felt peace wash over me. So that's next tip. (laughs) It's a great tip. It's a great tip. And you can even like, I picture all my cells, like little marbles with smiley faces on them. And they're like, Oh, I'm so happy to feel it. Yay. Thank you. This is the power of the mind. Everyone listening. Like this is what it does. So it's funny. I want, I want to talk a little bit more about hypnotherapy because when I've done a couple sessions and again, I can't freaking wait for our session. Cause you I are, know this is awesome. I just have to say you are so tapped in and you are a healer and I pray you Thank continue you so to embody much. that you are a healer because you are like, my whole body has been tingling this whole episode and it doesn't tingle for everyone. Okay. Uh, mine too. Yeah. My crown's yeah. like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, are next <laughs> level. you are next level. And also one thing that dropped in instantly, as you were talking just now before is I, I've never done this before and I don't know why I haven't done this. I would like to gift a session to someone listening with you. The person who's going to do this is going to be, you have to DM me at house of underscore low on Instagram. The first person who DMs me asking for the gifted session with Christina for hypnotherapy, it's yours. One of the pieces of my mission is to uplift people that are really doing the work on this planet to make it better. And you're one of them. Like, it's like the loudest people in our culture are the ones that get all the attention. And then the people that have such pure hearts and that are doing the work in service to God are not. And so House of Low, my company is going to continue to expand and be a platform for people like you to give you more awareness, you know? So anyway, I can't wait to gift that session because I know God, it dropped right in, like gift a session. Oh my gosh. Every little cell in my body is tingling. That just is like, 
Uh, no way. You do God's work. There's no doubt. I feel it. But, you know, with hypnotherapy, I've done these sessions where like the hypnotherapist is creating this beautiful environment and you're sort of taken down these levels. I know visually and yeah. I've done it. I've done two sessions with two different people. The first one I was in it, but I kind of was awake. You know, I wasn't really in the, the true state. The second session, oh, I was in another I was completely in my body, in my subconscious, but another world was merging with it. You win. And somewhere. I remember, and she recorded it, you know, and I, I've listened to it again and again. And I remember at, at one point in the session, she literally said, all timelines have been collapsed. Like, mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. being like, my bo- and when I was in this session, Christina, you know, of course, you're very still and you're not really thinking too much. You're just following the guidance of whatever you're getting. My body, jerked so many times at certain things she would say. And that's how, that's the soul. Like she would say something and my body would go like this. Like it would jerk forward, almost saying like, that's true. You know? Yeah. Know that. And I would just love for you to talk about like how you're guided to create certain environments, how, as much as you want to reveal to everyone, but like, how do you create the environment where it's even possible to look at the malleability of of these limiting beliefs and create new ones, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. I think different people need different things to feel safe and, and people's nervous systems. I have to tap into their nervous system to feel, you know, what's their level of anxiety and safety. And so I, I try to tap into their nervous system and help them feel relaxed and safe. And so that's, that's a whole different process. And I do integrate Reiki and other healing energy so that, you know, they get into the, the place they deserve to be to tap into their own healing. So I I feel like I'm just taking them on this journey. And the idea is that they have the answers inside already. I'm not doing a darn ass thing. (laughs) They have the answers inside. I can't tell you how many times I would think, oh, I know why they have body issues. I know why they have love issues. And then we go in and we ask, you know, what is the root cause and reason of this belief, whether it's in this life or another life, it doesn't matter. It's all your life or it's all, you know, in this energy. And we go back to these moments and we come up with, and they, I, you know, what is this belief? What is the virtue? What's the lesson that you've learned? And what do you see? They come up with something I couldn't have created if I were locked in a box for a year, just didn't feel it or I, you know, intuitively many times I have into intuitive hits. It's just not mine to figure out. I surrender. I hand that over and they've had the most enlightening moment. And I'm like, wow, didn't see that coming. And so those moments, and then I always, always allow them the opportunity to clear on all dimensions, all languages, all lives. And take them on that journey of asking permission to release. And, you know, sometimes some of it releases, sometimes some of it doesn't. And we have a conversation, you know, are you ready to release this? Are you ready not? And, you know, sometimes they're like, no, not yet. I don't feel safe enough to release this part yet. And we have conversations, you know, well then, you know what? It's not going to do that to you anymore. It's not going to sabotage you anymore. What else can it do for you? And we, you know, we do other things to have it do something more empowering for you, which just shows us again, how powerful we are. If we can literally tell an energetic force within us that was doing one thing. Now I want you to do this and it does it. 
And then I call them in a week or, and we're talking and we go, oh yeah, now it's doing this for me. Fantastic. Layers, layers, open. layers. Yeah. yeah. And, and now it's ready to release. And sometimes, you know, I'm talking to session uh, clients and supporting them weeks after their session. And sometimes it's, you know what, let's not talk. Let's just sit there and, and have you, you know, yesterday it was that let's just have you lay on the table and do Reiki. Most things I do are virtual, but sure. lay on the couch and let's just do some releasing. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I love that you talk about how breakthroughs can happen in these sessions that with things that people struggled with for years. And that's why, you know, once you go down this path of, of going into your own energy field and again, finding a healer like Christina that you trust to do any of it, whether it's energy healing, whether it's hypnotherapy, whether it's even like somatic work, I know the embodiment mm -hmm. somatic work, that's next level for me. That's what I think is going to really help me have some breakthrough the, between that and hypno. I think the body stuff, I really can feel that I'm on the edge of transcending that, you know, and accepting truly where I'm at. Yeah. Um, but there's something so powerful about like what you were describing as you were describing it. I was, I kept hearing like meeting people where they're at. And to be honest, anyone who's guided to do a session with you, they're guided to you because on some level they are ready, you know, but these limiting beliefs live within our energy field, within our body, physically, mentally, emotionally. And also what Christina and I know is that our higher self is really guiding us to transcend these things. But we have to meet our higher self, our soul halfway, right? Because our ego is very powerful and loud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not here to say the ego is not powerful. The ego is very, the ego is what creates and amplifies these limiting beliefs, right? And so in a lot of ways, it feels like I just want people to, that are listening to know that they have the power within them. Like our capacity to heal our body is within, not in some chemical that we ingest that has 20 million side effects. And the human body is far more vast than science can even touch. Okay. And that's because we're connected to the infinite. How can you study a machine that is the human body that is also Absolutely. merged with infinity? the infinite consciousness of every universe and God and the divine source create you can't. Mm -hmm. So that's my, that's my mission in life is to awaken myself every day and all of us to know that we, heal, we can heal ourselves and yes. we've done it on many levels before. And we're just remembering now and yeah. it's happening now. This is happening now. And we're becoming more courageous to talk about it. And it makes us uncomfortable. And, and every day I have to release that it's not my job to heal. I can't be connected to it or I block it. Yes. I block it. I want it so badly for people that are suffering, but it's not mine to heal. I have to release that. And yeah. I do a lot of work around that. I've had to learn that, that, you know, I can't be attached to it. Right. You're a facilitator, right? Mm -hmm. You're creating the environment, the ecosystem, the safe space. Mm -hmm. But then at that critical moment, we still have to choose to meet ourselves. Do you know, I never openly talked about the body image stuff. For wow. me, even, oh, no. Like, I mean, to get on this mic and talk about that openly shows how far I've come. And if I can do it, anyone can do it. Like, I think people see a lot of these conversations around ascension, spiritual awakening. And they, they sort of say, oh, well, those are those people. Those people have 
They know something I don't, they have something I don't have. And I'm on the mission as I feel you are too, to really show everyone that no one is special. We all have access to this. And I think another place that I want to end with here in our conversation, this has been so powerful, is What's your perspective on, because I'm sure people come to you at all kinds of different stages in their life, and maybe they've been toiling with an issue. Maybe they just discovered this issue they had and they never knew it or connected the dots. But what is your perspective on guiding people to the notion of accepting where they're at for a little bit? Because, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm somebody where like, I want to like, let's heal, let's, let's transcend. And then (laughs) the divine, my higher self is like, (laughs) <laughs> oh no, we're still gonna be in that for the next you've got to look at that for the next six months. Like it's not gonna happen overnight. I found that in my own path, the resistance I had to where I was at actually prolonged it. And uh-huh. I've learned that's one of the big things I would say this year has taught me is accepting where I'm at. I finally get it. Yeah. What's your perspective on that when people come to you and they so desperately want to heal from this? fill in the blank thing that that they struggle with and that plagues them in their lives. But also that to your point earlier, like there might be more lessons. It might not be as open as they want to be or the tools they, or they have more to figure out, I guess. Yeah. How do you teach people to accept where they're at in life currently around any of these? Yeah. I see it a few different ways. I teach it in, I break it out into trying to show them and teach them how to have compassion for themselves. Yeah. And yeah, compassion, compassion for, our inner child, compassion for the part of us that maybe did something that we might be quote unquote ashamed of or whatever. We're human and we've, we've done things, said things, and we're going to do things again that, you know, we make mistakes. We say things when we're angry or upset or sad or, you know, whatnot. So compassion, I spent a good amount of time saying, let's love on that thing, that energy that you're feeling. Let's have compassion and allow yourself to feel sad. I think a lot of times people want that uncomfortable feeling to go away really quick. I don't want that. I don't want that. But actually I have them sit in it for a minute and just feel, what does it feel like to feel not good enough or angry? And just what are you angry really at? And really allow it because so often it's like, let's just go for a walk. Why don't you just eat something to feel better? Why don't you walk outside, get some fresh air? Oh, you're so pretty. Don't worry about it. Well, really? I mean, it's still there. So, so feeling it melts it away. You know, the name it, claim it makes it go away kind of wow, thing. Feeling it melts it away. I never heard of that. I love yeah. that. Think about it. When you are Absolutely. seen and heard, see your feelings and feel your feelings, they go, oh, thanks. I have Bye. Never- that feels visceral in my body. I feel that. Like they feeling it they just melt away. Oh my God. You're like, I'm allowed to be pissed off. I'm allowed to be sad. I'm allowed to be crawled up and curled in a ball right now for a minute. Yeah. Just, you know, be that way. The other piece is it's finding out when they, when they, you know, I should be over it or I should, uh, why, why am I here? Is where's that coming from? Where's that? critical voice of, I should be beyond this by now. What is that? Because that's a belief. So that's a whole nother belief. And I've got to get to the root of that. So just kind of peeling back, what is that about? Who, what, where, when, why, where did we get that feeling that we weren't, weren't allowed to be in this place of this isn't good. And it's really not good enough core value, core belief. Yeah. 
You are a magical human. Wow. You too. This connection is beautiful and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. I can't wait for our session. We'll talk after about booking it. Yes. Yes. I actually would love to end with a few of my rapid fire questions if you have Mm -hmm. more minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. I'm really curious your answers to these. And I think it's cool because you're a healer and you're doing this work. And also we're kind of entering this space right now with collaborations or people we work with on things personally or professionally where we're getting to know them more. And that's why I ask these rapid fires because I want people to get to know you. So here goes, huh? (laughs) My first question is, give me one word that describes you and your essence. Real. I love it. Yes. And I don't mean that in a plain Jane way. I mean, in a magical, raw, yes, real, energetic being, flaws and all, real way. It's, it is my essence. And I do try to bring that to my life. So beautiful. I feel that deeply. Mm, thank you. What is your mantra for life or one of them? Oh, one of them. <laughs> people like you and me we got a lot of uh, yeah i have kind of like two now i live by okay so they both came from trauma and a lot of hard work so one is to know me is to love me because so much of my life i didn't feel that so now i i that's my song my beat to know me is to love me mm. and the other mantra I, I feel into is what would God want me to be instead of afraid? <gasps> right. Oh, wow. well, oh I know, right? It instantly goes to my higher self, my quantum queen. It's like, well, yeah, of course. Like zoom takes me right up. What would God want me to be instead of afraid? My coach shared that with me. And it on a cellular level, everything shifted. It just took me to a different place. Right. Um, That stopped me in my tracks. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Write that down. Wow. That is very moving. And everything starts to fade away. The dumb shit we worry about. As soon as you said that, I felt like my body went like this. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. When you start working one-on-one with God, get ready because it's, it's next level, next level. You yeah, become, that's you like, superhuman. You just do. I right. I use this word superhuman. You just you're in a human body, but you're you're really living a more full, expansive human experience, which is what God wants for us. You know, yeah. Along with the lessons and the challenges of this dimension, like we're really all being asked to expand into living a blissful human life. I know people really struggle to believe that because we're taught that it's supposed to be hard. What would it look like if we allowed it to be easy? Yes. I yes. love it. It gets to be easy. Yes. It gets to be easy, baby. That's right. Okay. What ritual makes you feel gorgeous? Oh, that's a good one. You know, I feel kind of gorgeous when I put like nice perfume or oil or something like that. That feels really good. And I feel pretty, pretty powerful when I chant. But smelling good is a nice ritual, but chanting is like, oh yeah. Yes. We got to talk about that on the side. Yeah. I love chanting, (laughs) but a good squirt of perfume feels really gorgeous too. (laughs) Right before the chanting. It's perfect. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love it, babe. Okay. What is an action you took recently that came from a place of abundance? Oh, well, I literally just got back from a one month European tour. Oh my God. That's that amazing. took a lot of work on abundance to allow well, myself that gift. Oh, yeah. Yep. And getting rid of that work has to be hard. Work gets to be easy. Life gets to be easy. So opening, receiving, the abundance of receiving and being on a trip. And I'm a woman who can travel and earn money and meet people and have fun and drink champagne and work and do all these things at the same, you know, not work and do hypnosis or champagne and hypnosis at the same time. But yeah, the European trip was a big one. And yeah. And I just recently ended a, a coaching relationship that I've had for about a year and a half. And that was tough, but it was from a place of abundance because she was very masculine energy and I needed that container for a long time, but I felt very out of balance recently. I need to boost my feminine energy more. So yeah. Same. I applaud you for making that decision. It's just getting good at learning when things have ended and served their purpose. It's wonderful. Yeah, Yeah. I love it. Okay. Last question. What? Well, actually there's two more. Okay. First question, the last two, I should say. Okay. Okay. I'm tripping up. I feel like you took me to a higher dimension in this session. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's a session, not an episode, everybody. Okay. Um, <laughs> what? I feel like I'm going be, down and down and down. <laughs> okay. What nourishment brings you the most joy? Any way that you nourish yourself? The most joy is connecting to God. And connecting to my essence, yes. you know, that's when I feel myself. Yeah. Done. I, that's mine too. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Nothing will ever touch what it feels like to actively drop in to our deep, deep, everlasting connection to God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you. You're the first person to ever actually say that. It's really powerful. Oh, yeah. Okay. Last question, which really is tied into the mission of House of Low. You know, I desire for everyone to learn that they are their home, that their home is here. Even that's tied to our vessel and our body, but like we are our home. It starts here. Mm -hmm. So I ask you for you, what does it mean to come home to you? That's so beautiful. The word acceptance comes in just accepting, accepting divine timing and accepting accepting the lessons, the gifts, and it has allowed me to remain curious. So when I see the lesson and I'm getting, I don't like that lesson, being home in this essence, I guess, is in my essence is being home is, yeah, being curious and kind of like accepting it. Like, okay, I, I see such a big picture now, bigger picture. Yeah. So powerful. Christina, thank you, my love, for being here and all the energy and wisdom that you gave to everyone and me today. And you you. are a absolute master at holding space for people. I mean, I could count on one hand the people I've met that hold space in a way that is so moving and you're one of them for sure. Oh, this has been so such a beautiful experience. Thank you so much. Yeah, you are so, you have this way about you that is just so non-judgmental. Do people tell you this? Like, 
I can't imagine. Do you, I don't even think you've ever judged anybody. Like you. Oh yes. Well, I used to judge myself the most. (laughs) But you just come off. I mean, you, your essence is so like non-judgmental. No, I, yeah, yeah. I really absolutely am completely open and, you know, I'm real. I'm going to go back to that. It's like, been there, done that, been on the floor, crawled in fetal position, yes. crying, yes. anxiety attack. Not tell me nothing. It's going to shock. You know, it's like yes. made the dumbest mistake moves, yep. had the debt, you yep. know, got this, been there. I get it. And I'm still good enough and perfect the way I am. And so are you. And so are you. And so are you. And so are you out there. Yeah. Perfect place to end. Oh, I can't wait for our session. I just want to remind everyone that I want to gift a session with Christina, the first person to direct message me on Instagram at house of underscore low. The session is yours and it will be divinely timed and guided. You will have been guided to Christina through me. So I can't wait for that. Christina, let everyone know how they can work with you, (laughs) Uh, book a session and where they can find you and follow along with everything that you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. So my website is wisewoods.com. And on there, there is a free download and some fun things like that. But book dot wisewoods.com is the perfect place to go to my calendar and book an hour with me free consultation a freedom to self-belief call and we can just chat for an hour about where you're at where you want to go ask any questions you have so book.wisewoods.com is the perfect place to book some time and see if this might be the right next step Oh, that is incredible that you do that, that you give that kind of time to people. Wow. Yeah, you're a healer. There's no doubt. <laughs> oh, thank you. And you too. I, you too. You love. Thank you endlessly for today. I am so moved by our conversation and completely lit up by the magic that is you, Christina. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Lo. Thank you so much for listening to House of Low today. I encourage you to keep going. Who you're becoming is on the horizon. And who you are today is a gift. Never lose sight that you are worthy of all that you deeply desire. Love, love.